Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. Wow, what a beautiful church. Beautiful people, amen. What a beautiful church. Beautiful people. One more time, what a beautiful church. What a beautiful people. Amen, you're all looking beautiful and it's a blessing to be. God's glorious chosen people, amen, amen. There are others out there and it's time to bring them in so that some of the, they, when they look at you, they'll say the glory that's on you. They, they want some of it. They want to rub off, they want it to rub off on them, amen, amen. We want to give thanks to the Lord and in this beautiful song, the song is called Imela. It means thank you in Yoruba, hallelujah.
thought you were going to clap for such a powerful ministration. Amen. Well, thank you very much. Praise and worship. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord? I said, are you excited? Mama Serena, how are you? Can you please come closer? We love to have you closer to us. Hallelujah. And if you are not doing anything at the back, please come forward. I don't know where everybody is, but I am so happy to see those who are here by the grace of God. Hallelujah. You didn't clap for yourself. I said, I'm so happy to see you. Hallelujah. And for those who are on the Facebook, we are happy to have you on the Facebook. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you stand and lift up your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody, lift up your hands unto the Lord and begin to speak in the spirit. Bible says that, how be it that ye speaketh mystery in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I need you to edify your spirit. I need you to edify your spirit, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. As you are edifying your spirit, give him thanks. Edify your spirit. Allow yourself for the spirit of the Lord to speak through you. Put every weightier matters aside this morning. And say, Lord, speak to me. Lord, speak to me. Yes. Thank him. Thank him for his grace. Thank him for his presence. Thank him for what the Lord has done, what he is doing, and what he's about to do in your life this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Son of the Living God, Rasubrendelebe, in Jesus' mighty name, Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you for your grace, for your mercies. We thank you for your kindness and your love. Thank you for your presence that is with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for making a way for us to gather in your presence. Father, we know that as we have come, we will not leave this place the same. Father, we open our hearts to you, O oh God. We say, Holy Spirit, touch us and order our steps. Lord, as we speak your word, if there is anybody here, my God, Holy Spirit, that is sick, let that person receive healing. Amen. Let that person receive healing. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Yes. If there is anyone here, that the heart is broken, Spirit of the Lord, restore the heart in the name Amen. of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. If there is anyone here, my God, that the enemy, my God, have had an encounter, has brought burden, Father, set that person free through your word in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Spirit of the Lord, have your way. As we gather, may your spirit work within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. 
the mighty God. Hallelujah. Bible says that his name is I am that I am. Amen. The Bible says that his name is Jehovah Jireh. I don't know if you don't have it, but I want to assure you that this morning, God is about to give you something Amen. that no man can give to you. Amen. I said the Lord is about to give you something Amen. that no man can give unto you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, there is this lady called Victoria Lindsay. She sang a song that says, Everything that man have told us, God has already said to us. Amen. Amen. I said, Everything. And she said that the things that man cannot do, God will do it for us. Amen. So I don't know what is going through your life. I don't know your immigration status. Amen. I don't know your medical issues. Amen. I don't know what report that doctor has given you. Yes. I don't know what you are going through in your relationship. Yes. That perhaps 
counseling has not been resolved unto you i don't know about your status of marriage maybe you want to marry and for years men have tried any means and it has not happened but this morning i want to assure you that there is a god whose name is i am that i am whose name is the jehovah jireh whose name is the beginning and the end he is here he is here to provide unto you in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god please be seated in the presence of the lord wow thank you holy spirit you know you don't have to 200 people before you glorify the name of the That's Lord. That's right. Jesus said, where two or three are guarded. And when, that scripture is not talking about you and your wife or you and your husband or you and your children and you and your family. Where two or three, the two is you and the Holy Spirit. I said, it's you and the Holy Spirit. So if you are by yourself, you should be able to pray and believe that you are not alone. And the Lord is with you. Is somebody with me this morning? Yes, it is true. Jesus Christ, he took the disciples, John and the Zebedee brothers, and he took them to Gethsemane, a place to pray. Now, the Bible said that when he took them, he also isolated himself from them. And the Bible said that he prayed. So, when he was praying, he said, me and my father, the presence of the Lord, he was not alone. And you can be in your bedroom praying. If only you can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you feel the presence of the Lord. You realize that you are not alone. Hallelujah. And as you are sitting down, knowing that you are not alone, the Spirit of the Lord is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. What a blessing. I say, what a blessing. Well, I have a privilege to share the Word of God with you. Um, it's a good place to put your hands together. Reverend Kwame is not here today, and he has asked me, a father who is good, always feeding his children, doesn't leave them empty. And he has given me his office to clean up some of the things that the housekeepers have not been doing it well. Hallelujah. So please, I'm cleaning up, so <laughs> help me. Help me to do all the cleaning. So when he comes, he will see that the house is well done and well clean. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you together? Well, I believe Reverend has been sharing with us about the book called Others. Others. And I want to tell you something about others. Throughout the Bible, throughout the whole Bible, life is about others. God has not even drawn man unto himself. Hallelujah. I say he does not. When the Lord created the heavens and the earth, he thought about others after creating everything, the plans and the, everything that he did. God even himself thought about others. The, the, the angels of the Lord were with him. But he didn't really factor them alone to tell them that enjoy the land and the plants and the animals and everything that I have created. He thought about others and he created a man. From there, he didn't leave the man alone. He also helped the man to say produce. So life in the Bible from Genesis, from the beginning, that God's original mind is to consider others. 
And the Lord did not wait for him to have a lot before he considered others. Because when he was creating the world, he probably didn't know what, he was, what was going to be in the world. But after he did whatever he's supposed to do, he created men. And then he caused men also to produce. Hallelujah. So as you have come, also have a mindset that this life that God has created me to be here, he did not create me alone to, to enjoy you and yourself, you and what you can have, you and your children, you and your husband, you and your family. Consider others. <laughs> and Reverend has been leading us, and in the book, there are so many things Jesus thought about others, what Jesus did for others, the good Samaritan cares for others. The judgment will be based on the treatment of others. Do you know that? Jesus Christ, at some point, spoke to a man and he says, I was in prison. You did not visit me. I was hungry. You did not feed me. I was naked. You did not clothe me. Then the man said, where were you? And he said, as you did not do it unto these ones, others. Others. You must always have in your mind that this life that I live, for me to be where God wants me to be, I must consider others. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So as you are sitting down, begin to think about others. I don't even know how many of you that when you were alone, you, 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 something come on to you and say, let me pray for this person. I don't know. People that we have not seen in the church. Look at the church. This church is a, it's a vibrant church. I said it's a vibrant church. A church that used to be seated 200. Today we don't even have 25. Where are they? And what have we been doing? Have we considered to find out why are they not coming to church? And if, if whatever reason it is, what are you going to do to help them to bring them to church? Rather, we put fire into it. Don't come. They are some way. Don't mind them. You are not thinking about others. The church that has been a blessing to you. The church that has been a blessing to you and your family. That has been a blessing to you and your children. Today you are not remembering these things that has happened in your life. Rather, you are also drag And these people who does that, they are in the church. And they are pushing others away. They are here. They've been coming. Especially some of, the, some of us who have been here for years. We are the ones who do that. Others. So, I want to read, I just, because of the time, I just want to read something to you and we will be out of here. Hallelujah. And I want to show you, from Genesis to Revelation, everywhere that God has created kings and pastors and, and anybody else, Moses, all these prophets is because of others. Hallelujah. Not for themselves. Not for anything, but for others, that others' life will be saved. In fact, Jesus himself came for others. Not for himself. Hallelujah. So I want us to sit tight and begin to think and let these words reflect unto you that from today, 
this body is going to be crucified. And I'm going to lay this body down for the church, for others, for everybody that is here. Not for your friend that can give you food, nor can give you something to buy food or something. Or not for your friend that can, you feel like he's the one that he's been talking to you or she's been doing everything to you. Then that's what we do. We are closer to those who we talk to them every day. And then we ignore the vulnerable ones. It's like they don't exist anymore. Hallelujah. But today, today change has come. I said change has come. And I think it's a good place to put your hands together if you believe. The main scripture for this book is Philippians chapter 2 verse 4. Please, let's read the scripture and we will take it from there. The Bible says that if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, Philippians chapter 2 verse 4, please. Look not every man on his own things. Everybody, let's read this together. Philippians 2 4. Read. Are you, is this re referring to you? The man there is not by sex, it's, it's by human. So you can't say, Pastor, I'm not a man. So it's not for me. Hallelujah. That is why I want you, everybody, to read so that we will speak to ourselves. Look not every man on his own things. And can you be honest that do you really look onto your own self and your own things? Can you be honest to the point you become territorial? If anybody vendor and cross you and take anything from you, huh, what you will do? You will chew the person. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. But every man also on what? And what, what is others? What is others? Antiama, what is others? Besides yourself. So God is teaching you that do not look at your own things, but begin to look at Antiama's things. And what are the Antiama's things? Until you inquire. But that's what we don't do. We don't care about anybody, neither do we care to find out. In fact, if the person himself come and open up himself to you, you use what he has told you against him or her. He's going through issues. He's going through marriage issues. And by the grace of God, he has confined in you. Now you are telling her all sorts of things to everybody. He falls short by fornicating small. But you, you have fornicated 255. You have not been caught. The person came and confined in you so that he can get help. And now the whole world knows, the, the whole church. So he, he, he's going everywhere and people are looking at him like, he's the worst person that has ever happened in this church. But every man also on the things of what? Others. Hallelujah. So I want us to, today, <laughs> whatever burden you have, Put it aside and consider somebody's burden. Let me tell you something. There is a man in the Bible called, um, um, is it, what's the name of the king that Abraham prayed for? Abimelech? Yes. Abimelech and his wife were looking for children. Desperately. And then Abraham 
and his wife have also waited on the Lord. In fact, how old was Abraham before God <laughs> considered him to have a baby? 100 years old. And Sarah was how old? 90-something. These people have been prayed and their prayers have not been answered. And when they heard the story of Abimelech and his wife, Abraham took upon himself and emptied himself and prayed for Abimelech. And the Bible says that the prayer of Abraham was answered. And Abimelech gave birth. Now, guess what? Immediately Abimelech gave birth, the Lord considered Sarah to be considered and gave birth to Isaac. Now, you ask yourself, if Abraham would have not laid himself and prayed for Abimelech, perhaps would he would have been able to have Isaac? When you begin to think about others, the Lord begins to think about you, your problems, your, your, your issues, you, your things you are going through. The Lord begins to think about you and your children, you and your family. Things that bothers you, that bothers you much is what the Lord considers to do for you because you have considered Mama Vic. It is one of the reasons that the Lord teaches us to bring the tithe to the storehouse, that the widow, that the widow, that the one who is needed will be fed. And if those has not been used for that purpose, the consequences shall be bad. Are we together? I said, are we together? Think about others. Hallelujah. Amen. I, <laughs> you know, growing up, I grew up in a typical area that is very, Hardcore. When I say hardcore, it's like <laughs> worse than the Bronx. Just that we don't kill. <laughs> like they pull guns and things and shoot like Bronx, you know? And growing up, my dad was very, very, may he so rest in peace, was very, very strict, strict with four boys, yet he was able to confine us in a certain way. But I found myself to do things. Whilst others <laughs> are really yielding to the voice of daddy. And in that area, oh, you can easily find yourself to do wild things. Now, as wild as those things are, I was able to play around with those boys and did not do some of the wild things. <laughs> but I wanted to have fun. I thought that is the best place. Those are the things that you can do to enjoy life. But one thing for sure, that the Spirit of the Lord ministered to my heart as I was doing all these things, a friend of mine invited me to a church. One day, and when I went to the church, I was touched by the message of the pastor. He preached about the man who came to Jesus Christ and said, Master, I have obeyed all the, all the rules and all the laws. I have given, I have done this. Then what else is needful that I may do so that I can enter into the kingdom of God? So Jesus gave him all the Ten Commandments. And he says, all of them I have done. Then he says, go and sell what you have and come and follow me. Now, not just go and sell them. Go and sell them and give to the what? To the poor. And the man's heart was broken because he had a lot. The pastor emphasized on that part, and I was touched 
by that. So right there, I purposed on my heart to help the poor. But how would I do it if I don't have the money? As a young boy, I looked everywhere. I didn't know where I can get money. Sometimes I go and look at my, mom, my mom's purse. <laughs> because I was touched and I felt like somebody is needed. But I realized it's stealing if I'm not telling my mother. The pastor said that too. <laughs> so I made myself a shoe shine box. Do you guys know what is called a shoe shine box in Ghana? <laughs> and because I cannot do shoe shine, I have to hide myself, find a way to go and do it. In Asafu, where this young girl sitting there was raised and born and raised. Today he has a big forehead. He called herself Tiwa Amofa. Hallelujah. Amen. So I took the shoe shine box and went from houses to houses, polishing shoes. I can make three CDs. Those days, if you polish shoes and you get three CDs, you are filthy rich. Then that three CDs, I will change all those three CDs into pesos, 20 pesos. 20 pesos is a lot if you give to orphanage, the person will, that will be the, the whole day for the person. The person will leave and go because he, the person have. And if you know Kumasi, there is a place called Abuabu Station. From there to Fish Market, the rails, very long. I will take this money, change them into pesos, and go on the, on the rails where people are begging. I will be doing this every Sunday. I was attending the churches on Saturdays. So Saturday is my Sabbath. I'll be in the church the whole day, from morning to sunset, the whole day. Every Sunday I'll do this. Every Sunday I'll do this. And I'll be giving to, if I reach a certain point and the money is not enough, I'll come back and carry my shoe shine box. Until I realize that, but some people notice. So when, they, when I give, they jump. And they go and sit far. Because they wanted more. I, I, I observed that because one particular guy, I said, I, I just passed this guy, but I wasn't sure. Later on, I found out that they they've been jumping. So, <laughs> hallelujah. I did this for years. For so many years. As I was in preparatory school, then secondary school, then before I even traveled. And then at some point, I stopped. And then I found myself in my same friends, playing soccer, doing all sorts of wild things. But to my amusement, God protected me. He preserved me to the point where, when it comes to applying for visas, going anywhere for favor, follows me everywhere I go. I'm talking about others. Anything that I do, it works. And I get things for free. The Lord other people's life into, people's steps into my life. I remember when I was even applying for British visa to go to London. It was very difficult those days. And there's a particular room called room five. I'm talking about others. This is my message. I don't have to read from the book for you to know. I'm telling you what you can do so that the Lord will 
be a blessing to you. Don't consider your burdens and think about you and yourself. But think about others. That particular day, there's a room, room five. Everybody that went to that room was denied. So as I was sitting there, I was speaking in tongues, praying, Lord, may you not order my steps into this room. <laughs> may you not. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. Before I say amen, they call my name to that room. Room five, I say, hey, kaya basotaya brandeli. When I sat down, I felt something in me to build a relationship with a counselor. So as I was sitting there and he was opening my documents, I said, how many pages do you want to open before you speak to me? He said, you are very bold, young man. That was my conversation. And as he was opening, I used my best friend's statement. He was very popular in Ghana, Jodebra. May he so rest in peace. He has just gone to be with the Lord. I used the statement, and the man who was about to interview me is a fan of Queen's Park Rangers in England. And Joe had a contract to go and play for Queen's Park Rangers. But Joe Debra denied them because African sports gave, them, gave him a big contract with big money. So the man was not happy. Even though he likes Jodebra, he was not happy. But because he likes soccer, and he saw that, he asked me, how long do you want to stay in England? I said, not that long. I don't even like to go to England. But my friends are going there, so me too. I must go and visit. Then he asked me, when are you planning to leave? I said, I don't even know. He said, but why are you here? I said, I don't know. He says, you know what, I will be going, that was August. He says he will be leaving September. If I am ready, he will go with me. Then he asked me, where is Jodebra? By that time, we had just came from Ivory Coast, myself, Jodebra, and my, one of my best friends called Robert Aisi. And we were all at the consulate waiting. And I said, oh, they are waiting outside. He says, oh, bring them. Come and drink beer. I said, we don't drink beer. Then he looked at the time. He says, you know what? I'm going to expedite this for you. 12 o'clock, come and get your visa. Just like that, there was no interview. And I'm not saying because I use Joe's statement. It's the favor of God. As you have, consider others. This followed me to London. When I came to London, many people were applying for extension and all those things. I applied for two years extension in London to stay in London. And that two years... You cannot use that to apply for American visa because they know that when you come, you may not go. But my two years and with my NI, I went for the appointment. And they were telling me, don't go. They will spoil your passport because once they deny you, your passport is. I said, I will go. I serve a mighty God. When I went, the guy opening, opening, opening. Then he said, do you relate to Kwame Nkrumah with Kwame Nkrumah? I said, from no. I said, no. He says, ah, I'll give you five years to go to U.S. Five years. Those who have British citizens cannot get five years in those days. Five years. I used that visa back and forth to U.S. for about a couple of times. And today, here I am. 
Now, when I came here, not long, not many people, I came to meet many people. I'm talking about, think about others. And I am reflecting to the time that the Lord granted me the favor to help the needy, taking a shoeshine boss as a young boy, polishing shoes and making money, changing them into pennies and giving to the needy. Bible says that Cornelius, your givings has become a memorial. Are we together? Not for long. Not for long. And then the green card lottery came up. I was sitting there minding my business, and I started telling everybody, I'll do it for you. I, I guess I was not working. I was doing it for everybody, including myself. Everybody in the U.S. and in Ghana, those that I used my hand to touch, all of them won. Every one of them, including some of my own family members. Every one of them, without a doubt, failed. So one day I was in my room praying. I said, Lord, how possible that many have applied and they did not. But everyone I have done for them, you have caused it. And begin to reflect in my life. Favor as you serve the Lord. Now, serving the Lord is not just coming to church and pray and giving tight and sitting down. Serving the Lord is finding out what's wrong with this young man that you can help. What's wrong with what's going on in this woman's heart. That is the reason why Jesus Christ came. Other than that, Jesus could have been in heaven and not coming to die for us. He came and gave. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Until you give, he shall never be given back to you. Are we together? So Manhattan, as somebody has given you salvation, as somebody has helped you to be established and sitting here, I want you to reflect on that and consider those who have not been coming. Consider those that we have lost, that today they are not coming to church and begin to work with them. Find a way to touch their hearts. Find a way and, and, and see if you can only establish them back to us. Find a way. Rather than sitting at your home worried about what you eat, what you, who you will marry, how things will be, you and your marriage. Look, those problems, if you consider helping the needful, if you consider, the Lord will give you more than you can carry. As Jesus Christ did it for Abraham, as he prayed for Abimelech, as you are thinking about others, now you're trying to find out what has caused the enemy to take them out from us. As you begin to pray, you lay your empty stomach and say, Lord, I am praying for the church that the one that the enemy has stolen, Lord, you will restore them. And I'm telling you, anything that the enemy has stolen from you, the Lord God Almighty will restore them unto you. As you did it unto the others, you have done it for me. As you pray for the loss, the Lord will pray for your loss to be found. That is the main idea why Jesus Christ came. The reason why Jesus Christ came is because the enemy has taken hold of us. We are all lost, but he has to come and die for us. One of the ways you can get us back is dying. How many of you can you die for those you love? Left alone, your enemy. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Second Kings chapter 7. 
How many minutes do I have? Are you enjoying the message? Are you being refreshed? Right. Second Kings. Chapter 7, please. Can we, say, can we start from 6? 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 24. I may not finish, but I believe what I've said is enough for us to know that our life is not about us. Our life is about others. Many couples, many couples that have married, they don't care about the person they have married to. They care for themselves. If, if we do not, if not we care for ourselves so much, there shall never be any divorce in our midst. Because what you don't know is that what you have done to the person to decide to live you, you did not reflect it to your own life that if they do it to you, you will not be happy. But if those thoughts come to mind, you will always consider. Imagine you are cheating on your husband. Every day your husband goes to work, somebody's enjoying you. Then your husband comes home. He doesn't know. But all of a sudden you find out that there's tension at home. Look, every sin has its consequences. God never curses us, but we open ourselves to be cursed. The Lord does not curse you. I'm telling you from today, he will never. It's not biblical that God will curse you. But the sins that we commit is what brings curses to us. Because the enemy's agenda, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is his original plan. And one of the things that he uses to destroy us is curses, sicknesses and diseases, divisions among us, uh, chronic pains, and all those things are things that the enemy uses. So if you love your spouse, if you love your church member, if you love the person that whom the Lord has given you, no matter what he does or she does, you will find out that it can be you. And if it is you, what would you do? When you start thinking about this, you don't reflect back. Neither would you fight back. Hallelujah. Second Kings, let's see something. 624. The Bible said that, and it came to pass after this, that Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, gathered all his hosts. By the way, ben, what is the meaning of Ben-Hadad? Elpianita. Ben-Hadad is, <laughs> let me say, because you may not like it. <laughs> and went up and besieged Samaria. He went up and besieged Samaria. You don't know? Ben-Hadad. Ben-Hadad is a false, a, a false prophet giving birth. So, don't take that name, but take the name Samaria. It's nice to be called Samaria Animedu. <laughs> Find out from what is Ben, ben Haddad. A, a false, it's about a false, it's a false prophet's name. Something about false. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 25, please. And there was a great famine in Samaria. Behold, they besieged it until an ass head was sold for four score pieces of silver. So they began, you know, after everything, they besieged them. 
and there was a famine. So they didn't have much. so they began to sell things, and they, begin, they began to sell their own car. As it's like a car, something that they were using back and forth. Hallelujah. And the fourth part of, and the fourth part of a cup of doves, dunk, for five pieces of silver, poo-poo was selling. For silver and gold. They were selling them. Hallelujah. Verse 26. And as the king of Israel was passing by upon the wall, there cried a woman unto him, saying, Help my Lord, O king. There was a woman on the side saw a king. And he says, Help. Continue. And he said, If the Lord do not help thee, when shall I help thee? Out of the band floor or out of the wine press, which is the same as all of us. People will approach us for help. And then we say, God will help you. Pastor, I'm hungry. Pastor Nana, I'm hungry. Oh, Today, dear, I'm hungry. Really? Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, may you give him food. From where? Manna. Manna was then. It doesn't come anymore. <laughs> 28. And the king said unto her, What ailed thee? Finally, she, she asked her, and she answered, This woman said unto me, Give thy son, that we may eat him today. They don't have man, money. Now they want to eat human beings. Many of you have ate human beings, but you don't know. The, the roast that they have toasted and roasted, and you are eating a Chinese restaurant and all of those things, you call and you say, Chicken gizzard. You think you are chewing gizzard. You don't know that it's somebody's bolombolo. <laughs> <laughs> and you are chewing it. You are putting hot sauce <laughs> nicely with your mouth. Mm, this, this, this gizzard sounds good. Are you with me? <laughs> Some of the things you see Chinese food when they are roasted them with the sugar, they come, you don't know whether it's uh, mices, uh, children, or baby mices. <laughs> Look, they were eating human beings. Give thy son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So you bring your son today, tomorrow. I also bring my, my son. Verse 29. So we buoyed my son. Are we reading with me? So they buoyed my son and did eat him. And I said unto her on the next day, Give thy son that we may eat him. And she, she, and she had hid her son. Others. You see, many of us, we use people. We use people to get things. But when it is time for us to help, we do not go and help. By the way, our dear sister Nanakia has lost her father. Please, if it can be possible, call and visit. I'm urging you. Because when it's your time, you will love to be visited. And you will see if they don't, how you will feel. Pray for her also. Don't just sit there. Because none of us is exempt to lose loved ones. Yes. Verse 30. Others. It's what builds the church. It's what grows the church. It's what helps us 
to be multiplied. These things, visitations, calling, finding out what you need. How can I help you? Praying for people. This is what causes churches to grow. And this is what Jesus did. The time Jesus was 12 years old, after that, nobody knew where Jesus was. For 18 good years, this man was on the mountains praying that me and you, we will be saved. Can you fast for 18 years? And it came to pass. When the king heard the words of the woman, that he, when the king heard the words of the woman, that he rent his clothes, anger. Remember, as people are helping you and you are not, you're you, you using them for your need. When a time comes for the, them to, to be helped and you are dragging yourself, taking yourself, you don't even want to show. You don't even show that you have been helped by this person. And if they get angry and rent their clothes and begin to beat you, do they have right to do that? I'm not saying go and do that, but I'm asking a question. So don't cause something that can provoke others to react. Think about yourself. If it is you, how would you react? The man rent his clothes and he passed by upon the wall and the people looked and behold, he had sackcloth within upon his flesh. Verse 31. Then he said, God do so and more also to me. If the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, shall stand on him this day. 32, please. But Elisha sat in his house and the elders sat with him and the king sent a man from before him, but Era, the messenger, came to him. He said to the elders, See ye how this son of a murderer had sent to take away my head. Look, when the messenger cometh, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. It's not the sound of his master's feet behind him. Jump to verse 7 and let's see something here. Chapter 7, sorry. Chapter 7. Then Elisha said, Hear the word of the Lord. Who is speaking here? Now, this is where I want every one of us to pay attention. When you come to church and you find somebody standing here, whoever whom the Lord has orchestrated for that person to be here, speaking to you, these scriptures must reflect to you knowing who is talking to you. Now, if this scriptures does not become meaningful to you, whoever is standing here, you take him as just an ordinary man, the word of God would have nothing in you. Jeremiah chapter, four, chapter 3 verse 14. I want us to see something before we continue. I know my time is up. But listen to this. The reason why I'm saying this is many of us will sit in the church and we, we, we scroll through phones whilst the message is going on. We scroll through WhatsApps. We don't respect God. Because we don't see that it is the Lord that's speaking. Now, the prophet says, Jeremiah 3, verse 14, please. He says, Turn, O backsliding children, say it by who? Say it by who? But who is the person saying this? Jeremiah is just a man. He's, not a, he's just a man, right? It's a prophet, Correct. But he says, say it the Lord. It is the Lord that has spoken through him to tell the people to turn from their backsliding. So if I'm standing here for you to tell you that think about others, you may think that I'm making something to tell you. If you begin to receive from God, then you begin to see the manifestation of his word over your life. <laughs> say it the Lord. I just want you to 
know that when you come to church or wherever you hear the word of God, knowing that it is the Lord that's speaking. So respect the presence of the Lord. Many of us have been in the church for so long, the reason why the word of God has not done anything in our life is because we don't respect the presence of the Lord. We, res- we see the man as an ordinary person standing there and speaking to us. Hallelujah. Amen. But we know that verse 15, for, right? We quote it without God will give us what? A pastor after his own heart. But if he's giving you the pastor after his own heart, it's the same God that is speaking through the pastor to minister to you. Go back to my scripture, please. Second Kings chapter 7. What made me say this? Then Elisha said, Hear ye the word of the Lord, that saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time shall I measure a fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of belly for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Verse 2, please. Then, the, then a, a Lord on whose hand the king lent, lent Lind answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord will make widows in heaven, my destiny be. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thy eyes, but shall not eat thereof. That's the prophet speaking. Verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, why sit we here until we die? For who? And you know in those days, if you are, if you are a leper, right? You, you are not to come near people. So these four famous leprous men, they were sitting there and they said, Why sit we here until we die? Verse 4. If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we, still, if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore, come, let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. If they kill us, we shall what? But die. So at this point, it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. So we don't care. Let's go and see what will happen. Now, let's see what the Lord has done. Now, remember, it is the Lord, the prophet prophesied that God is about to do something. Don't forget that. Verse 5. And they rose up in the twilight to go. <laughs> I'm sorry. To go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the outermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. How possible? I want you to open your minds and begin to see the work of the Lord. Verse 6. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of what? Chariots. But there were men, right? Four lepros. Famous four lepros that you, nobody wants to near them. God knows why. But you would think that because they are lepros, God has rejected them. You have already rejected them, but God has not rejected them them. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what smell you have in your body. I don't know what kind of your case you carry. I don't know how stingy your situation is. As people have rejected you, God is asking you to come as you are. And the same God will deliver you. <laughs> hallelujah. I said hallelujah. <laughs> and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. 
And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites. This is what they were saying. When God is ready to deliver you, aha, my God, he will use your enemy. He will use your enemy to be a blessing unto you. <laughs> and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. That's what they're thinking. They don't know. Continue. Verse 7. Wherefore, they arose and fled in that what? Twilight. <laughs> and let their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. Hey! Somebody, I see somebody. Oh my God. Somebody is about to leave his house and calling you to come and take this house for free. I said, somebody, somebody receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. God is about to order somebody into your life. That that person is going to be a mega blessing into your life. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. My God. Look, there is nothing that is too difficult for God. For years you have been looking for that husband. Hey! Ah, my God, I see that man coming. God is ordering a handsome man, a millionaire, somebody with a broad chest, with a beard. Hey, He's ordering his self, and that man is going to be your husband. Receive it, Cynthia, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. My God. Verse 8. Verse 8. And when these lepers came to the outermost part of the camp, they went into one tent. Look, the lepers, listen to this. The Bible said that when the lepers came to the outermost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink. There was a famine in Samaria. There was a famine everywhere. But look at what the Lord has done. God has caused the men to run away from the city and they have found the food in the tent. And now they are eating and drinking. You probably don't have food at home and you are worried how God is going to... You are worried how you are going to eat. You are worried how your table will be filled. You are worried how your refrigerator will be filled. You are worried about how you will get the meat. But today, I come to assure you that Yeshua HaMashiach is here. You give you the food and the drink that you do not have. God is about to refill your refrigerator in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. And he says, not only that they, they ate and drink, but the Bible says, and they carry dance, silver and gold. Hey, it's the money that you don't have. Your bank account is about to be flowing. I say your bank account, a rejected person, you, the world has rejected you and you think you are poor God is about to make you a millionaire I said the Lord is about to make you a millionaire I said the Lord is about to make you a millionaire for silver and gold is coming over you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God they took silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again. No, you are receiving it all. But I, back of your mind, I'm going to show you something. That is what has failed many Christians. When they receive, I receive it. I receive the millionaire. You are sitting there with your mouth. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. But then when it comes, sit there. You are, oh, pastor, my wife. I'm looking for the wife. Receive it in Jesus' name. The wife comes. You treat, how do you treat the wife? The husband can, how do you treat the husband? Uh-huh. Okay. 
Let's see what happened. And went and hid it and came again. They came back. Oh, these people, <laughs> they were very greedy. They came back again and entered into another tent. And carried dance also and went and hid it. Verse 9. It's somebody receiving the presence of the Lord. And when, then they said to one another, we do not well. Somebody said to yourself, I am not doing you well. As God has saved me in this church. As when I came, I saw many people in this church. Today, they are not here. What are you saying to yourself? You are sitting there receiving. Husband, wife, millionaire. I, I lift up my hand. I lift, I jump. You are jumping and, 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 and our legs and with your, our legs and our, our hands. You, 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 are, you are hanging. You are hanging like that. You, you, you can't even sit there. You are hanging. Hanging, receiving the million dollars and the husbands and the wives. And as, as the Lord has blessed you, it's you and yourself. You fix your face. Push up. You, push back. Push back. And begin to swing. You and yourself. Rather, you should say to yourself, I do not well. Everybody say, I do not well. Since the Lord saved your life, who have you saved? Since you see that when you came to the church, the reason one of the things that made you stay in this church is the, is the number of people that when you see the crowd and enjoying and gathering and reflecting to one another. Now when you come to church, you enter. Nothing moves you. Jesus said, Jesus Christ considered one another to the point the Bible said that when he saw the sheep being scattered, he had the compassion. His heart was rented. The heart of Jesus was broken. And why was that? Because there is no shepherd. Got you. Now listen to this. They said, we do not well. This day is a day of good tidings. Somebody said, this day is the day of good tidings. This day is the day that the Lord has blessed you. This day is the day that the Lord has rewarded you. And as the Lord has rewarded you, what are you doing about it? He says, and we hold our peace. You see, you are so comfortable. You and yourself. Kimberly. Not that because Jim Benny is here. Now, all the things you used to do, come early and clean and all this, because now that you are married, hey, I'm tired. Hey, I didn't wake up early. Hey, 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 Benny. <laughs> he, they said, if we tarry, if you keep saying these things, if we tarry, if we only think about ourselves, the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Stop saying to yourself that you and yourself alone begin to consider others before mischief come over you. My God. Now therefore, come that we may go and tell the king's household. And tell the king's household. Now if you continue, when they, tell the, when they went and told the king's household, the, the, the lepers, things changed in their lives. 
your, lep your leprosy is going away in the name of Jesus. Any stingy thing that the enemy has connected with you because you are considering others, change is coming over you. I said change is coming over you. Oh, I want you to begin to think about others in the church, people you don't see. Make a list. It doesn't matter whether they like you or not. Reach out to them and tell them that please forgive me for not reaching out to you, for not seeing you in the church for a long time. I'm not asking what has happened and I'm not here to know what, but I'm asking you, is there anything that we can do to each other to help each other to back to the house of the Lord? Is there anything that we need to do? Perhaps you will be the victim. You will be the person, the reason why the person left. You, because, look, I'm telling you this. <laughs> Make a list. Find out. Deep dive into the church. Dive in and find out. What have I done? If it is me, forgive me. If it is the pastor, forgive the pastor. If there's anybody in the church, please forgive us. Let's say go together. Let's bring the lost, the one that the enemy has stolen. Stand onto your feet, and God will bless you. Make me a servant. Make me a servant. For you are the servant of all, though you are king. And though you are king, you bow down and wash our feet. For you are the servant of all. Make me Lord, oh make me a servant. I want you to pray for yourself in three minutes. Begin to pray for yourself and say, Lord, grant me grace to consider my neighbor, to consider others. Lord, grant me the grace, the grace to, to look for others, the grace to love for others, the grace. Look, what, let me tell you something. The greatest miracle, Jesus could not do it. The greatest, yes, Jesus raised the dead. Yes, Jesus commanded the, the, the winds to be still. Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, caused the cripple to walk. But the greatest miracle that brings blessings into our life, he could not do. So he said, I will go, then I will send my spirit to come. And when he comes, he says, mighty things that you will do. Do you want to know that, that mystery, that greatest miracle? How many of you know that miracle? Jesus could not do. What is it? Jesus never win a soul. He never in his lifetime on the earth, he never win a soul. 
he never win a soul. He never. Oh, he preached. He, 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 he fed 5,000. Did all sorts of things. But he never win a soul. And he, that's what he says. As I'm living, the things that I did, mighty, mighty, mighty things. I see you becoming a soul winner. I see you doing mighty things. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, pray and say, Lord, grant me grace to be a soul winner. Grant me grace to win the lost. Grant me grace, Holy Spirit, to, to dive in and deep sea fishing and find those fishes that are lost in our midst. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, Father, grant the church grace. Every one of us, Holy Spirit, grant us grace, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, that we will win souls for you. May we not become the souls that our lives have been saved and ignore the others in the name of Jesus. Let the oil of garment pour upon us, oh God. Father, that we will win souls for you. May our hearts be open. May we be test, oh God, for your word to touch the heart of the perishing ones. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Father, have your way. If you are here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, wherever you are, I give you this opportunity to lift up your hands and say, Lord, today I want to give my life to you. I want to dedicate my life. I want to give myself unto you, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Take me, O oh Lord, my God, and make me one of your servants in the house, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you are here, lift up your hands. Everybody say this. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you for today. Thank you for opening my eyes to, to see. Thank you, for thank, you thank you for opening my ears to hear your word. Father, as I have heard your word, may, you, may we not become only the hearers, but cause me to become the doers of your word, to become a soul winner, to become someone who propagates your work, someone who will look for the lost. It doesn't matter whether the person speaks to me or not. Give me the courage. Give me the courage. Grant me the grace and the boldness of heart to speak to them. To speak to them. To speak to them. To speak to them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Father, we thank you and we bless you in Jesus' mighty name that we pray. And every saint say, Amen. Why don't you put your hands together unto the Lord? Are you excited today coming to church? Do you believe the Lord has been a blessing to you? What a blessing. Please be seated. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork.com.
at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com. 